hello 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 welcome to injected podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives hi everyone hello welcome everyone make sure that you leave us a five-star review on spotify and apple Podcasts, and also use the hashtag injected podcast on twitter yes please hello hey guys i'm i'm alexandra i'm diana hey everyone welcome how are you guys doing this week i'm good i've got good news but i'm gonna save that for next week because yeah okay at the moment it's low-key and not everyone can know but i've got some good news (laughs) um but yeah we just come back from paris yeah that was fun yeah just had a quick quick trip holiday in paris yeah, Diana's calling it a holiday. I'm calling it a trip. <laughs> it's a holiday. I, I count anything abroad as a holiday. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm calling it a trip, just because it's just like yeah, we were just out out there, out here, just you know, doing some exploring and shit. But yeah, it was good. Um, mm-hmm. okay, Spice has just reposted us on her story. Mm. <laughs> Wow, the queen of dance Which hall. Which is crazy. We've made queen it. Queen of dance hall. This is our biggest achievement. Us. Yeah. It is. No, it really is. Mm-hmm. Spice has recognized us. We are on her story. I feel like we need we need to post it as a reel because we can post it on our Inject It yeah. podcast as a reel. Yeah. But, um, yeah, pretty hilarious just because, I don't know, the, somehow the theme tune of our trip began... Um, was all of a sudden love triangle with that spice. spice. She just dropped the it. Spice has recently dropped. <laughs> and we just think it's fucking hilarious that she's just that well, because I like, Diana, you told me that um how it started. Like I didn't actually know that it that she just did a random th- freestyle one day. Yeah. That's what she came out with. <laughs> there, there was a TikTok going around of her like actually on stage. I don't know if someone asked her to sing about what she's singing about, but she just starts talking about Kylie and then Tiger then Black China just all of them and then you do realise like we were looking at the lyrics today and we were like shit so Kylie slept with Tiger Tiger has slept with Black China Black, Black China. China has slept with Rob Rob is Kylie's brother this it's is very incest. incestuous yeah it's very weird and um, just like thank you Spice for highlighting how weird <laughs> that, that family is because it is and it is just like if you think about it they've all been in each other's each, in each other's pom-poms like mm. and that's that that really is it and yeah, I just find yeah. it hilarious how um, she's now added more to the story because <laughs> um, <laughs> she's now been talking about how Kim Kim no longer want Kanye pom pom so Kanye mm. now has moved on to Julia pom pom and I just think it's fucking hilarious it's like, hilarious and then she starts name dropping another girl that Kanye's with the Kim lookalike and then she's yeah. like oh yeah she's very up to date huh <laughs> she's very up to date very fresh she's like Kim is with Pete and now Kanye has bought a house next door and she you know this sounds boring yes. when we say it but she makes it into a song yes it makes it sound so interesting she's just like so Kanye went Kanye now wants Kim's pum pum back so now he went and bought a house next door to pum, Kim's pum pum like pum <laughs> <laughs> pum like it's actually fucking hilarious no like and I'm sorry Spice absolute queen like we love you just mm-hmm. thank you for just entertaining and being the soundtrack to our parisian week- weekend <laughs> like, yeah thank you 
<laughs> queen. But it's so funny. The video, we're just outside the Eiffel Tower <laughs> singing about pom-poms. Then we're outside um, the Musée du Louvre and singing about pom-poms. And yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just, just every singing day. about Black China's pom-pom and it's fucking mm. hilarious. Yeah. 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 And she does a little British accent in there as well. Um <laughs> She said, the, the British man British drink tea drink in the pom pom. Yeah. <laughs> the American man are freaking the pom pom. The British men drink tea in the pom pom. Jamaican men claim they don't eat pom pom. But they do. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. <laughs> FYI. Nah, fucking hilarious. That Spice, genius. just an absolute G. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pom pom. Anyway, but um, yeah, that but, was yeah. that's basically like a summary of our weekend. Yeah, Paris was good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. Paris was good too. The weather was great, and it was just mm. nice, just being in the sun and just not being in London. Yeah, that was just, that was yeah. just nice. And how we fell asleep um, on a patch of grass. <laughs> not on a patch of grass. We, we were in the. We were in a park. We, we were, were in a park. Like. I don't know. I find it very normal to fall asleep in parks. I don't. Like I usually do that in the sun. I don't in foreign countries. Like, I don't. I don't in London really either. Yeah, I've only done I it usually once. like. Yeah, well, usually I go to when I when I'm lie down in a park. I'm gonna close my eyes. Mm. That's usually mm. what I do. So yeah, that didn't yeah. seem too too weird <laughs> to me. One because like one. We'd, we'd finished exploring for the day, so it was just like let's just chill here because the sun is out. Mm. We've already had our drinks, and we're gonna get, have more drinks later. So yeah, yeah, it's just like the next thing to do. A couple years ago, I went to Mallorca with some of my friends, and we were sunbathing. We went to this beach, and everyone was topless. We were like, well, every, everyone had no bra on, so we were like, oh fuck it, let's just do it. We did it. We all fell mm-hmm. asleep and then we woke up all around the same time and we were like, what the fuck? I've just fell asleep on a beach with my breasts out. And I don't know <laughs> if anyone's got any pictures of me, but this is fucking weird. Like, I don't know well, how if everyone's I was had ever their breasts comfortable. Out. Well, yeah, if everyone had their breasts out, you're not going to, like, no one's going to take pictures of you because it's just like, it's just normal, isn't it? But the fact that I fell asleep, it was like, that must have been my most peaceful moment that I've had in these yeah. 24 years. <laughs> <laughs> Your breasts are on the beach. Mm. Yeah. Oh, more, more days like that, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what we want. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, I did want to mention this. So, um, cause like coming up, get on the train home, um, like just like when I was just going home from King's Cross. Like, so I'm on the circle line and sometimes you get, um, you know, and sometimes you get like um, kind of the women who come through and they've got like a card and mm. it just has like a statement on this laminated card, just just saying something like, oh, please, um, like just saying, please, can I have money for X, Y, Z? I need to feed yeah. my children, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So um, so this woman walking through the tra- train, she visually Muslim, so she's a Muslim woman, she's wearing hijab. Mm anyway and she's walking through the train and like yeah. basically I just didn't notice I was just like kind of on my phone my my earphones are like noise cancelling so I can't I really can't hear anything mm. next thing I see like and right this is right in front of me just they've stopped in front of me a homeless man stops and starts shouting at this woman mm. and I, I didn't actually hear anything he said so I didn't hear if there was any points he had to make 
So like, I'm just going to put that as a disclaimer. However, for me, I was more shocked at the fact like, where, why are you so angry and vicious towards this mm. woman? And I just thought like, and and I feel like there was stuff being saying about how like people like you and I can't, and stuff about how, about me being homeless, about like him mm. talking, referring to himself. And, and he was, he was physically, he was shouting at her, pointing everything. Mm. And like, she just kind of like, she kind of stopped, hesitated, looked down, then just kind of tr- went, walked around him. He's mm. still facing the same way, still yelling, still shouting about her. And like, I didn't turn off my noise cancelling to try and hear what he was saying. But I like, anyway, after after that, I was just there kind of shocked that he was just there shouting at this woman. Mm. And then then you see, then I see um, a man who was sitting opposite. He goes and gives the homeless man some money. And then a black man, like he had, was behind the homeless man. He touched him on the shoulder and was like, oh, I see you, mate. I see you. And then walked to go and sit down. And I was just kind of like, wait, I'm really confused here. Did none of these men see that he was verbally attacking this woman? Mm. At at the end of the day, like, okay, regardless of being um, homeless and white, like I I don't see any reason for men to be squaring up to women and shouting, regardless of your status, regardless if you're homeless, regardless Mm. if you're having a hard time, what makes you think that you're allowed to go and be verbally abusing someone like, like first verbally abusing someone in general, but then you're, you're squaring up to a woman who is by herself right now, who Mm. is in a, in a predicament where she is also, she is also, um, I don't, I don't want to say begging. She's also kind of asking for money and mm. stuff like that. And it's just like, this woman is doing the same thing that you are doing right now on this train. Mm. But for some reason, she's not allowed because like one, she's got a card. So that's kind of insinuating that she doesn't speak English. Mm. Two, visually she's Muslim. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, the 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 vibes I was getting from that encounter, I just thought I just didn't like it. I just feel like I, it just was screaming misogyny. It was just screaming white yeah. male privilege, yeah. especially in the sense of like an like this whole idea of yeah, an entitlement exactly. Especially in a sense of oh, being white a white man like oh, I'm allowed to be homeless in this country. What are you doing here? Whereas, whereas there could be so many circumstances that she is in, mm. like for example, like she could be a refugee where she has been smuggled into this country. So now she has to go and she's been given these cars as a way of begging. And she probably has to give every bit of money to whatever person who is, mm. who might have, trafficked them into the country maybe trafficked maybe smuggled them into the country all of this stuff there's so many different levels to this that i just feel like the audacity of this homeless man screaming at this woman no it's just that's just not it yeah you don't know what circumstances she could be in there could be even more dire circumstances that she could be in and like getting this abuse just as a woman and she's just she's just doing what she needs to do right mm-hmm. now like because we we are unaware of the circumstances that surrounds her mm. and i just thought that's just 
disgusting I, I can't and I just feel like there's this entire like I said entitlement yeah. with white men in this country and like like I feel like Brit we'll get onto this as well in a bit as well I just mm. feel Brits in general they love to be um what's the word again I said it just recently they just they love Yes, they love to be struggling. <laughs> yes. They just want a struggle so much. They want to have a reason to be annoyed, to be down and out, to be angry and to be like, look, my struggle is worse than your struggle. And they just love, and I just feel like- Oppression Olympics. Just the white people in this country just love this idea of struggle. Like, let me, like, they just want to be, they want to be in the struggle Olympics so much. Yeah. They just really want to join joining the struggle olympics and it's, it's just, not fun please, here it's not fun literally here. <laughs> and it's not like you okay i understand there is struggle you being a white homeless man however i'm sorry like the entitlement is disgusting you're still so you as a white homeless man you are still able to be racist you're still able to uphold misogyny you are still able to to do all of these things and to verbally attack a woman where when like and it's even when these are the stereotypes that you guys are trying not to be but i don't even know i can't i can't talk on the struggles of white homeless men i don't know if you are trying if you're trying not to be in those stereotypes but the thing is is that you like right now you are a man screaming at a woman and mm. then all the other men watching you and cheering went him on and Pricks. yeah basically went and cheered you on went and enabled that behavior mm. i honestly think here and, uh, like there's a few things so it's the misogyny and the fact that she's a woman of color Mm -hmm. they're not giving her the same grace and they're not giving her the same Mm -hmm. humanity as what they'd give a white woman if she was in this same situation and then exactly on top of that it's the whole like let's blame the immigrants let's blame the brown and black people for everything going on we're both homeless but it's your fucking fault so why like do you know what i mean why are we Mm. why are we competing when the the problem our problem is the same problem as your problem like we we're we're all dealing with similar things so why why what what is the point of shouting at someone that is more vulnerable and oppressed than you what is the point and that's and that's another thing just bringing in just this whole idea of her being um her being visually not white her being um and as well just even like her being muslim potentially not speaking english visibly muslim (laughs) not speaking english all of Mm. these factors just like that even comes that even just talks on like kind of a lot what am i trying to say just it just it just even all of that stuff comes together just Mm. to talk on how like just how racist and how racism always is always in effect racism is always prevalent (laughs) and just no poor woman like and and honestly disappointing to hear that the men around like after all of this like how many times have we got to say you're supposed to be protecting women keeping your eye on mm-hmm. other men who were doing yeah putting women this in vulnerable situations say. but you're cheering him on patting him on the shoulder as a black man yeah i'm sorry that is disgusting you are vile literally but like this and this is what i wanted to say sorry just about how mm. like um her being visually muslim visually not english visibly visibly not white and this is what and they don't see her as a woman they don't see her as because a human. No, and you're only you're only seen 
as a woman or even human if you're white and mm. like if you're a white woman okay that's the only that's the only type of woman that matters mm. however she just wasn't visibly seen as a woman and and as someone who could be vulnerable no just like you you're here in my country begging for money using a piece of paper to ask because you don't know English like this is the suggest of what I was getting mm. what I think he was talking about because he did there's I did no hear him say about how there's no other reason to yeah. scream like why would you I did be hear him say someone? I'm just annoyed I'm annoyed at these people I wasn't and like the last bit when I finally turned my thing got the um, mm. noise cancellation off um, I heard him say see like I just I just wasn't expecting to see one of these people face to face so I could have it out with them face to face and I was just like and the black man Wait, taps him on the hold, shoulder like, oh, hold on. I hear you. I hear you. Literally. You and <laughs> Disgusting. No, but this is the thing though. It's like this whole thing, black men, they, they're they not here for women anyway. <laughs> they're also upholding, um, holding the patriarchal society. They're also mm. upholding misogyny. Like at the end of the day, a white man, even, even if he's homeless, is more than a brown woman. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's embarrassing very embarrassing it is it's disgusting and i just wanted to mention that because i just find it mad because especially like i'm sorry both of them were on that train doing the same thing both of them have come on at a station where they could get through the barriers didn't have to pay to come on so they can come through the train and beg for money i'm sorry both of them are doing the same thing why is it that this woman has to be demonized but it's okay for you because you're from this country go take up with your government I'm yeah. sorry, go take your homelessness up with your government because this this ain't it. Don't be blaming someone who is who has come from somewhere else and because at the end of the day they do they have they have it harder. They do. Yeah. I, they do. I, honestly, I, I'm just so sick of white working class people turning on immigrants and black and brown people. It's like mm-hmm. we're not doing anything fucking wrong. Leave us alone, mm-hmm. please. Literally. Leave us alone. We're just, just trying to get like, by. We We're trying to survive. Live. We're trying to we just, make a bit of money in this capitalist society. Maybe we're just trying if, to be alive, problem, just like you. Yeah, if you've got a problem, just tr- it's not on us. It's really not on us. Do we hold the power? Literally. No. Do we hold any Literally. sort of power? Like, no, we don't. Leave us alone. And you, as a white man. <laughs> You held so much power, even in that situation, being homeless. You as a white man held so much power right then. And I, and this is the thing, because this is another thing that I felt when, I felt it when I've had homeless men come and ask me for money. Like mm-hmm. there's times when they can be very aggressive, when they can come and start shouting at you, saying about, I just want to buy something hot to eat. And it's like, look, babe, that actually is not my problem. Like, I'm sorry, like, you know, like if I had cash to give you, maybe I would give you. But right now you screaming in my face, I don't want to give you. Cause I have had homeless people scream in my face, like homeless mm. men scream in my face at nighttime. And it's like, there was a time when I was in uh, Birmingham New Street. Look, I'm just trying to quick time, get my train, um, get my train to Wolverhampton or get my train to Leicester or whatever. I was quick time just trying to get my train. 
a homeless person and like literally I'm just trying to jump on the next train to Manchester because there's one that's close mm. and I can just and it quick time zip home no this homeless man comes appears in front of me can I have some money so I can buy some McDonald's blah 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 I was like I don't have no cash well mm. I'll come with you and you can use your card excuse me can you not see <laughs> I'm in a train station right now and mm. clearly I want to go home please don't don't come in my face and who the fuck do you think you are you are that you can come to me a woman a young woman and come start mm-hmm. shouting at me about using my card to buy you McDonald's do I have McDonald's money no that's why I'm running home right now because mm. I don't have no McDonald's money so you don't know my situation clearly you can see I'm young clearly you can see I'm probably a student you know clearly you know you don't know my situation why do you think that I have money just because I'm going to nip on the train don't yeah. don't think that I have money to be buying you McDonald's and I just feel like the aggressiveness from white men and from from white homeless men who think that they can come and approach women and start shouting in their faces I don't think so I, I have a problem with that I do because it's yeah, like I'm like, sorry that's not safe like I sh- and of course I don't feel safe in those moments mm-hmm. because and that's not about you that's not about them being homeless that's about them being white men who want to shout in my face and I think the thing is right so if you're listening Alex is a compassionate person she's a nice person if she could give she would give the same with me we're both compassionate people it's and we can understand <laughs> how people yeah disclaimer if you think <laughs> if you think we're yeah you know being harsh but um, at the same time it's like we're compassionate and we can understand how people get into these situations because the way that the society is shaped, there is going to be homeless mm-hmm. people because we have no, not strong enough initiatives to ensure that everyone has housing. But at the same time, and when we've had, we can't. Sorry, we to can't, cut in. Yeah, um, like when we've had um, a Tory government for over ten years and people are dying of austerity, we definitely understand how people are becoming homeless. So, like, yeah, like, and we we do like to talk talk about. Um, we don't like to, but we talk about like class struggles and stuff on here a lot. But it's just. Yeah, white men with vim, even like homeless white men with vim, it, it's scary in your face. Like it's it is. scary. It's scary. It is. And I and don't like and the thing is, yeah, like any man, I've, to be fair. I'd be scared of any, any man. Any man. Any person. Any man. I don't like being screened any at. Man, <laughs> man, many, 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 I'm dipping. I'm just like, whoa, okay, sorry, please do not punch me. Like, I'm just, mm. I'm not trying to be attacked right now. Especially, like, and this is the thing because as well, we also need to be even more vigilant being black women where, mm-hmm. okay, they might take something we say the wrong way, take it for attitude, take it for us being rude. Cause, and we could get physically attacked. It is a thing and it yeah. is a worry. Like because we do have to keep that in mind. Yeah, And we yeah. have to be polite as possible so we don't get physically attacked because it, it's mm-hmm. a real thing. And um, that's just reminded me because there was a time my, my cousin got punched outside a nightclub, like oh like just God. some, just some white girl? man punched her outside a white club. <gasps> oh my gosh. Um, literally and I mean. over a situation and like- that she wasn't even involved in and I and this is what I mean like white men like if they if they think you're being rude and like my like and bear in mind my cousin can be a bit she can be a bit snippy she can cut her mm. eyes at you stuff like that but the thing is is that like the fact that she can't be herself in every situation and has to 
and has to try and check herself so people don't get the wrong idea and start thinking, oh, well, you're fucking rude. I'm going to I'm going to punch you in the face because of your attitude. Like, hold on, you know, like that's she shouldn't have to be trying to trying to correct her attitude in certain situations in case someone mm-hmm. wants wants to take it the wrong way and starts being physical. She shouldn't have to do that. But like it's a real thing. And it's and it's not and it's like the smallest things can mm-hmm. come across for men to try and check black women's attitudes. Yeah, it happens a lot. Like even mm-hmm. just some of the ways that bouncers have spoken to me and my friends, it's like, mm-hmm. you, you actually don't think I'm a woman. Like this is not how you speak, not just to women, but to humans. Like you don't speak to people yeah. like this. You're talking to me like you're talking to a dog. Like I, I don't understand. Yeah. So yeah, I, I totally get that. Yeah, so like that's just I just wanted to talk on that because I just thought I just the way he was screaming at her, I thought it was disgusting. Like, Mm. and I feel bad that I didn't kind of turn off my noise cancelling so I could understand the situation a bit sooner because I was just literally on my phone, not paying attention. But then, why is it on women to protect women all the time? Like, exactly, where where are the men? There were other people, there's I wasn't sitting in that carriage by myself, there's other people around, Mm. no one else was speaking up, just this man wanting to shout in this woman's face and then they took the man's side and as well and as well the man like the man who gave him money he was he he was a brown person not sure where from but like but this is the thing it's like even in that situation you just think oh this man is ranting he's homeless let me give him the money where is that woman's money Mm. and she's been verbally abused like, I don't know where the money goes, but I don't know where the money goes from the, with that white man either. But the way like, this shouldn't even be a conversation, but like she could be someone's mom. Like that could be someone's mom. Exactly. Like, and that could be your mom. No, but she, well, the card said that she needs to feed her kids. So mm. it is someone's mother. It's horrible. It's horrible. It is. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. A lesson for yeah, men. Anyway. Please look out for women on public transport. Yeah, for women when, especially, you are. and let's not be doing oppression Olympics because mm. I'm sorry, like we can't we can't be doing oppression Olympics. At the end of the day, like that man, um, that man has clearly been living in this UK all of his life. The government, he can go and protest. He can mm. go to Buckingham Palace and protest. Like that, like that time that man, um, sorry on the crown, that man just went into the Queen's room at night time and was just standing oh there God. and he just wanted to chat to the Queen. Yeah, that was real. <laughs> like this guy, when it was um, such Margaret Thatcher, he was just like so down and out. He didn't have no money. He was getting his benefits cut again. And he was just like, and they were like, he was like, who can I complain to? And he and the the person said sarcastically, well, you can go, you can go chat to the queen about it, because like, what, yeah. what do you want me to do? And he said, and let he me go and chat to the queen. <laughs> he, he went, he went, got drunk, and went into Buckingham's palace, went into her fucking bedroom, and was standing there, Jeez. and just went and just went and had a chat with the queen. And what did the queen do? Fuck all. Kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> What did she do? What did she do? What did no, she do? Was like, she in bed with oh Philip, gosh. or was she on her own? No, they don't sleep to bed in bed together. They have different rooms. Well, yeah, he's dead. But like when when he was born, when he was no, alive, no, no, they they slept in different rooms. They don't sleep in the same room together. So they weren't really like cuddly like that. They weren't spoon when partners. Basically, they they have a bedroom for the queen 
And like opposite a hall, a long hallway, the bedroom is of Prince Philip. They don't sleep together. Like, ri- like royals and rich people don't sleep together. God, that's a really, boring. that's a really common, that's a really common f- thing. No Netflix and chill. No, well, wow. they they might Netflix and chill sometimes, but they'll just like be like, oh, can I Netflix and chill with you? And, and then you go know, to my room. And then just be in, be in each other's beds and whatever, but they have their own rooms. Wow. God, fun mm. life you live. Jesus. Literally. But we're going to get back to the royal family because, you know, you know us, we're royal family correspondents here. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but we just wanted to... And and I know that like a lot of podcasts are going to be talking about this this week or have been talking about it this week. So we want to talk about Child Q and the um, just how two institutions have failed this young girl. So um, a black girl of 15 was stripped searched by police officers after um, there was on after at school, there was a smell um people were thought to have smelt cannabis and mm. decided it was her and one of the teachers called the police on her and um she was taken out of her, out of her, her exam um was stripped searched by two female police officers well, and then sent, um while she was on her period asked to remove her sanitary towel while she was on her period it wasn't allowed to go to the toilet to sort herself out once they didn't find anything or change all of that wasn't wasn't given permission to do that and made to go back and sit the rest of her exam um exams are traumatic enough mm. without without the police coming like even the police coming just to come start questioning you but now to also be sexually assaulted. And that's what we're going to call it. We're going to call it what it is, which is sexual assault of a, of a child um, because it's just fucking disgusting. And this happened in 2020. So for two years now, there's been a teachers who let this happen and weren't safeguarding, weren't in, in the room as well as an appropriate mm. adult in the room. Yeah, they and it was after George um, Floyd died as well, like a few, I, I believe it was like a month or so after he died. So it's funny that they kept it harsh, mm-hmm. harsh. So, yeah. So in the midst of George Floyd and black and a lot of Black Lives Matter protests, um, and then also um, these two police officers have also been, you know, walking around in their jobs as normal for the past two years. And um, yeah, people need to be sacked. I know I heard that um, a teacher was sacked from for calling the police, yeah, yeah. Um, which good, they should be sacked. I think everyone involved should be sacked. I think the head teacher also needs to be sacked yes, as well. Same. Um, because I'm sorry, at the end of the day, why wasn't this escalated to the head teacher? Where was the guidance counselors? Why was no one in the room with her? Cause I'm sorry, I've been in a doctor's surgery Mm-hmm. where like if they need to check anything like the doctor will say oh would you bring like a chaperone a and they'll yeah. br- they'll bring in a woman mm-hmm. as well they'll bring in a chaperone and stuff like that sometimes police don't just, ask just this when procedure. they're strict searching children or a child will request an adult to be in the room and because they can't find an adult like as an adult that will you know be there to keep an eye out because they can't find an adult they just will do it without their parents consent and everything else and which is just and this is the thing vile. i'm sorry Ch- children how are they to know to re- that they that they're allowed to request an adult 
Mm. How are they meant to know what's even happening? That they're being asked to strip search. How are they even meant to be like, no, I don't. I don't want to get naked when I'm on my period and start coughing for you to find any drugs anywhere. I'm at fucking school trying to take my exams. Like, what the fuck? Just no. I'm it's, being dressed out disgusting. as an exam for cannabis. Like, I'm sorry. First of all, she didn't have any cannabis on her. But second of all, cannabis is not is it a fucking anyone? gun. It's not Literally. a weapon. It's cannabis. What the fuck? Seriously. It's mad. And it's like, it's not like she was cheating on the damn exam. Mm. Like. Strip searching someone for weed. Like, why? And I'm sorry, like, I'll say this all the time. There's not this same energy for the city workers that do cocaine every single fucking day of mm. the week. They don't seem yes. to be, they don't seem to be police marching around I mean, Fenchurch Street, Liverpool Street, looking for people was, that are doing cocaine. Was it Michael Gove bragging about doing cocaine? And so was Boris a few Johnson. Months ago? Yeah. Boris Johnson openly doing cocaine. It's in the newspapers. Um, so this is fucking disgusting. It's racialized. Um, like, because weed is associated with black people, they go yep. so hard on it. Like, they go so hard. Mm-hmm. Strip searching mm-hmm. a child for weed. Like, wow. And, and literally, I just want to just touch on the adult, the adultification of black girls because mm. this is another thing where... So this girl, she was 15 years old. That's, like, 15 is a very young age. 15, like you're not near an adult at 15 like I don't care what kind of what they're trying to push on black girls and what they're trying to push on 15 year olds okay fine in the cinemas 15 um when you get a 15 rated film there's a lot of sex in it but these 15 year olds they're not having sex they're not this these 15 year old black girls they're not they're not all out here having sex they're not doing that so stop adult stop stop adultifying are black girls leave them alone leave them to their innocence they are innocent girls they're like they this and this is going to be now one of um one of this girl's first sexual experiences being assaulted by police Mm. officers the poor girl is traumatized and we've heard reports from her mother how she's just not the same she she's falling asleep in the bath she's she's just outbursts just crying she's not the same girl that she used to be because these police officers attacked and assaulted her mm-hmm. and also let's think about if if this child was carrying cannabis who should you be going to if a child is carrying cannabis you should speak to their parents if this mm-hmm. is a suspected thing and you should maybe be investigating why be- the child is being exploited or why yeah. maybe they're carrying cannabis. Like, look into it because aren't police yeah. supposed why to... Isn't... I had a little look at the definition of police and part mm-hmm. of their role is to prevent crime. S- so by preventing crime, well. yeah, yeah, you're also safeguarding children. So why are you criminalising a child for carrying mm-hmm. cannabis suspectedly when really we should be looking at the exploitation of children and children involved in like county yes. lines and looking after them, taking exactly. care of their mental health and taking care yes, of not their well-being. Yeah, it's not criminalizing them. Yeah, don't because criminalize clearly, children. Because like clearly, like especially when it comes to county lines and that, the, these mm. children are being exploited. And it's and the awful. thing is, is that they shouldn't be treated like criminals when they're mm-hmm. being exploited in this situation. Why isn't it? And especially if this is about, if they're, 
actually safeguarding and there's concerns with the family why isn't the parents called why why where is the social workers where you know like where are the mm-hmm. social workers where are um where are the counselors where you know there's so many there's so many steps that could be put in place before strip police searching. involvement and strip searching like yeah, just even police yeah. involvement in general yeah there's 100%. so many steps because was the girl a flight risk in the middle of an exam i don't think so this is why people say defund the police because it's like that that those resources in the police force could be going towards mental health counselors mm-hmm. in schools they could be going towards preventative areas areas that actually take care and are therapeutic they look after individuals instead of areas mm-hmm. where it's just punitive constant punishment constant criminalization it's not nice and it doesn't help mm-hmm. people because once a child is criminalized they're then more likely to go on and commit crimes because you've traumatized yeah. them and their brain isn't yeah. fully developed so we can't keep punishing children and we can't keep punishing no. people punishment I'm just not, I'm not for punishment. I'm for preventative things. I just, I don't think we're doing it right at all. Um, Mm. But yeah, I feel like, well, I've got this video actually. I want to play a little bit of it. It's um, by Temi Mawale, who works for the Forefront Project. And she is amazing. You should all go and follow her on Instagram because everything she says is just perfect she articulates herself perfectly and she works for a charity or it's an organization called the forefront organization and they're basically an organization that works with like young people that are like caught up in the justice system um but yeah it's a quick video hang on child q has just been on my heart i just want to send so much love care and healing to her and her family i'm absolutely devastated and disgusted by what she has been through. What I find so disturbing is that on average, over the last five years, five children have been strip searched a day by the Metropolitan Police. More than 9,000 children in total. This is state-sanctioned sexual assault. At Forefront, more than 60% of our current members have been strip searched more than once, not just in schools, Mm-mm. in police stations, Crazy. the back of a police van, in the homes of children, and even on the street. Mm-mm. The impact that this is having on black youth is so extreme, and we have to fight for their rights. It's humiliating, mm. it's degrading, and it's dehumanizing. And the long-term impact on children's mental health is so significant. It should not be legal. If the law says it's justifiable for the police to strip children naked then we have to change the law that's why we have to end strip search and i'm sorry like it's very perverted Mm -hmm. um it feels very pedophilic and i just yeah i i don't understand why would why would a child need to be strip searched i didn't even think that was legal five a day as well from them in london five a day that's fucking disgusting so these pedophiles are here in the police stripping children stripping stripping on average five children a day you're fucking disgusting mate i'm sorry no all of them they need to lose their jobs why are these laws in place and why is it taking two years for this to now actually be yeah. taken seriously and for this now to become to come in public eye yeah like how many more of these situations and something that temi mentions is that we shouldn't be shocked and surprised because it happens so often and i feel like this mm-hmm. is part of it like when violence happens towards black people people like to come out and say i'm so shocked i'm so surprised but we've got to realize that the, the state can be very violent towards black yeah. people and it, we don't in need every shock. area 
Yeah. And we don't need you to be surprised. Stop being shocked. Why are you shocked when you know that it's <laughs> happening, when it's prevalent? Like, I'm sorry, like, we don't need the government being like, I'm so surprised and we send apologies. We don't want your fucking apologies. We no. don't want your fucking apologies. We want reform. And it's just like, and why yeah. are you fucking shocked? I'm sorry, like, let's stop being shocked that this fucking country is racist. Like, can we stop? Can we stop with the fake shock? It's bullshit. Yeah, I'm it's tired. shocking. It's shocking. Is it I'm shocking? Tired. It's not fucking shocking. It's not fucking it's gaslighting. shocking. Like constantly telling us that it's shocking gaslights us. Because it's like, it you is. don't listen. You don't listen again. You don't listen You're not again. listening. Like, I'm sorry. That Prince William and Kate are still going around the Caribbean. Why are we fucking shocked? Why are we shocked? I know. This is like... There's nothing shocking about it. Prince William is saying things like, oh yeah, I'm so surprised about the war in Ukraine because, you know, we usually see this stuff in Africa and in the Middle East, but not in Europe. Like, why are we fucking shocked? Our royal family (laughs) is racist and openly racist. But no, oh, you guys stop saying that everything they're saying is racist, but everything they're saying is racist. So why are we being shocked? Why are we still so, why are you lot still so scared about being called out to be racist? And that's not what be, you are. Let's not be shocked that Europe are involved in every war. Like, why are we shocked that this is happening? Are you that Putin? Isn't Europe in every war? Europe is in every single war. Isn't Europe in every country's business? Sure. I know, I know. But I think with this situation, so what I'm taking from it is that we need to abolish um, state sexual violence upon children, yeah. whether that be from teachers, whether that be from the police, etc. That strip searching should not be allowed. And then yeah. also what I'm taking from this And we need reform in these institutions Yeah, there shouldn't be police in schools There's no need for police to be in schools When they're not doing preventative things They're criminalising children uh-huh. Like there's no mm-hmm. need for police yeah. to be in schools No, police don't need to be stepping on any school property mm. Um and yeah and these the institutions need to change like you guys already know I've spoken on this before I do have a problem with schooling in this country I do I feel Mm. like all of I feel like everything the whole morals behind schooling is just backwards just the fact that the fact that these institutions are just so obsessed with children's uniform why are these people staring at little girls bums and mm. trying to police their uniform. I feel like, and schools are run like, are run like prisons nowadays. They are like pretty much. And yeah, schooling, yeah. the schooling institution needs to change. And so does the institution of the police force, like of the Metropolitan Police. It it's, Both need reform. It's true, you know, cause like even in school, walking down the corridor, you walk past the deputy head teacher and he, he's like, what are you doing down here? Why, are you, why aren't you in lesson? It's like, fuck yeah, yeah. I'm getting a drink. Am I not allowed to like, drink water? Like, what, this what is, is your what I mean. This is what oh. I mean. Like, cause I'm sorry. As soon as I left school, like that was the most freeing time. I realized, oh, I go in my first workplace. I don't need to ask to go to the toilet. Isn't Why it? is that even a fucking thing in the school? Can I go to the toilet? I need to change my fucking sanitary pad. Like, would, do you want all the details, sir? Like, do you actually want all the details? Can I I'm go bleeding. to the toilet? I've because I just need to pee in general. It's a human <laughs> right. Can I go to the toilet? Because I've been drinking water. Stop drinking so much water. Excuse me. Excuse me. Am I not meant to be healthy? My brain is meant to be functioning. Like, just everything just fucking like... Mm. 
Mm, mind I have your a problem. business. I'm going to first aid. Why are you going to first aid? Because I want to go to fucking first aid. I've got a headache. Leave me alone. <laughs> Literally, I want to go to first aid so I can just have some time out for my mental health. Yeah. That should be a thing. I'm stressed. For fuck's You're sake. You're stressing me out. <laughs> Look, why are you in the toilets? Look, I'm hiding from you. <laughs> like, and in I'm my sorry, school, and I'm to- the toilets I'm, I'm were to- open. Gone. Like the teachers could walk past and look in, and even the, in the new heads. in my new school, that because they rebuilt our school because um yeah they the, rebuilt the ours. wolves yeah the wolves ground decided that they wanted to take over our school ground so we got put in a corner <laughs> like how fucking messed up is that <laughs> how fucking messed up they bulldozed our school. And gave us a poxy little little new school in a corner next to some new residential housing, which mm. like people actually started to say, hold on, why are they putting residential houses right next door to a school? Oh, this is where the pedophiles are going to live. You know, like just stuff like that. Oh, and um, You know, but it's true. Like who are going to, who's going to live next door to a school? Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but like... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so they they bulldozed down our school, gave us a little poxy thing. The new toilets were all like open plan, no mirrors and stuff like that. And it's just like, actually, why is it that you guys think, yeah, let's just get rid of mirrors. Let's have it all open plan so kids aren't hanging about. But maybe kids hang about in the toilets just for a piece of sanity. I remember (laughs) my first job when I fucking hated it. I would, I would, I would sit in that toilet. I would take my phone in the toilet and I'll sit on that toilet for a little bit. Like the toilet, mm. there was only two, to- two toilets, and I would just stay in there. <laughs> I would just stay in there because I'm just like, I can't go out. I can't yeah. go back to that where that woman is, and she wants to be a fucking bitch to me. Like, no, True. and yeah, I'm sorry. Like sometimes toilets are a safe haven. They you are. Know? They S- are. Sometimes, sometimes you need a mirror in the toilet so you can just check that you're looking okay and you're ready and to just loads. face back up to going going but to lesson do you want me to come out with food in my teeth like I need to have a mirror so I can see like all of the girls we this used to is carry the thing. little mirrors anyway back then I feel like it was a yeah. thing but we did have mirrors but I could not imagine not having a mirror it's just a like bit the, the thing is is that like much. they're trying to they're trying to take away vanity they're trying to take like I'm sorry we live in a world where pretty privilege is a real thing so I'm sorry can <laughs> like if we if young girls are experimenting with makeup you on girls are trying to look nice just so they can feel confident like fuck off this is what mm. they're doing why do you need to police why does everything need to be policed in the real world they're going to be wearing fucking makeup so what the fuck is this about yeah. it's stupid yeah. and like anyway i can rant about schooling i can rant about that damn institution so much but i'm just gonna stop now um <laughs> But yeah, like, I'm sorry, this country needs to do better. The government needs to do better. I don't want to hear, oh my God, we're so shocked. We apologize. Our thoughts are with child Q. No, it fucking isn't, okay? Because if it was, this wouldn't have happened. This needs to stop. It needs to stop. And actually shout out the school in Hackney putting on your protest. There was a protest this this weekend as well mm. in Hackney protesting the treatment of child Q. So shout out you lot because no, this yeah. we need to be protesting. And what is oh no, I, and I'm even gonna come on to this because this was you mm. showed uh, some tweets about this. But like why uh, like okay look yeah black people protest for the protest for the issues that are directly hurting black people yes let's just stay protesting for those issues because these this country needs to understand that they're racist and the end Mm. but like 
literally but then i've like this country we need to be rioting and protesting more however mm. like let's not riot on black issues because they're just going to try and tell us that we're hooligans whereas um white people they they want to do riots on um on because they don't want to wear masks in public and that's that's all right and um as well like because you there was some some tweets on your story diana that was just talking yeah, about how like yeah just about how in britain we don't protest enough and we really don't yeah this With is all, all my private like, the story government, for the, my private peeps but it's the government England, think we're a joke yeah oh, carry on England is becoming um. This is a black girl who wrote this, by the way. England is becoming unbearably expensive with nothing to show for it. As in, this country has nothing that's so great for it to be this bloody expensive. Rent is expensive. Energy bills are expensive. Petrol, food, hotels, activities. But what do we actually have to show this? Just constant shitty weather and a crap government. <laughs> and she said... It makes me so angry how passive British people are. They sit down and let their government do anything. They don't riot enough. Your government is stealing from you, making your quality of life hor- horrible, and you sit and do nothing. <laughs> Less than 3% of the population of England is black, so you guys can't expect us to be the mm-hmm. ones that riot and get seen. Mm-hmm. Plus, the consequences for black people rioting would be far worse than if white. Mm. British people decide not to uh, decided to riot. Oh, but if white British people decide to right. Um, it's actually so frustrating. This country is way too laid back. I genuinely believe that this government will go as far as imposing extremely ridiculous things because they know we won't fight back. I mean, they're laughing at us. They have been imposing extremely difficult, th- um, extremely ridiculous things. And the thing is, look, and this mm. is just coming back to white people in this country, they love to struggle. They love it. They love the struggle and they want, they just want to be a part of oppression Olympics. They just really want to qualify for oppression Olympics. And that's why there are no riots. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't question the government. That's right. That's why when the government say we're raising national insurance and energy bills that they just sit there and just, and just complain about it and don't try and do anything. Or they look at the immigrants and they're like, oh, it's you yeah. lot. Yeah, oh, it's you, you lot, it's pricks. your fault. Just like the homeless man on the train decided, oh, it's your fault that I'm homeless. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, gosh. Just the way everything is linking today. Hey, see, we're not mm. your scapegoats. We're not your sa- scapegoats. Literally. Like, you really need to stop reading the Daily Mail. Mm. Stop reading the Sun. We're tired of you lot. Please. I beg. I we beg. beg. We're tired of you lot. And if you're young. And just... If you're a young white person, please tell your parents to stop reading this stuff. <laughs> like, please, at least, at least argue back with them. The thing, please don't sit the there is, while your mum is like anti-immigrant, anti this, anti that. Talk but but back. the thing is, I don't think they're reading newspapers. They just listen to the news. Like, because no, no mm. one's reading newspapers. These people aren't reading. They, they ain't reading. Trust me, even, even right, LBC. My parents, when we used to go to school, mm-hmm. my mum and my dad both listened to it. And now that I've grown up, I've realised Nick Ferrari is racist. Mm. I've realised that some of the others, they focus on particular issues. It, mm-hmm. Nigel Farage even has a thing on LBC now. Oh, so it's gosh. like If he's on there, mm, come on now. My parents, my parents don't listen to Nigel Farage, obviously, yeah. but 
They'd listen to Nick Ferrari, who is subtly racist. Yeah. It's like, so why don't you go back to Africa if you've got a problem with England? Stuff like that, which some people would see as subtle. But my my parents, maybe back like 10, 20 years ago, whatever, would be like, oh, this is an interesting debate. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, that's not interesting. And, like, and the that's, thing that's is, racist. I, and I'll <laughs> even say like, because I've fallen victim just like to the news in general, because when, it, when they started reporting on Shamima Begum, like really Mm. my first thoughts were like oh why is she coming back that was my first thoughts and like and rich i can openly say that is wrong of me but the thing is is that just the way this the media in this country push their propaganda the way they are reporting of course this is how the majority of people think yeah yeah and naturally as well if you hear and you read the headlines and you hear a terrorist is like wanting to come back into England your natural instinct is going to be like no yeah. like hell no don't do that but then when you look into it it's like she's a child yeah. she was radicalised all of this other stuff that we've spoken about before it's like oh actually you lot are all lying exactly <laughs> you're lying exactly <laughs> and this is the thing and um, yeah I'm sorry like just there's not enough white people who are trying to do anything they're literally just they're literally they just want to be put they want to be oppressed they want to be in the Olympics the oppression Olympics sorry let me just just not so you guys don't get it twisted <laughs> the real Olympics <laughs> they want to do the, the javelin the Olympics of real life you know <laughs> oppression anyway and yeah yeah I can keep ranting um I don't know if I want to talk on this okay just a quick mention of um how I don't know why this government are talking about people offering um Ukrainian refugees like rooms in their houses okay I think I think it's cute it sounds like it's all about solidarity and all that bullshit however I feel like this is very much showing again racism when it comes to black and brown countries where there's refugees from these countries who have been coming Mm. into the UK and stuff and they have to stay in refugee camps which clearly are very poor quality of living and it's just very funny Mm -hmm. how now um people are allowed to offer their spare rooms for any ukrainian refugees um and the only reason why i say this is because like if any if anyone was helping people from palestine if anyone was helping people from syria from iran and iraq stuff like that um, you'd be seen as a quote unquote terrorist maybe for helping refugees from those countries do you know what I mean and I feel like this yeah, is just this yeah. is just the only thing I have get, I have about it like I just feel like it's just very funny that this is now offered and the fact that oh yes you get no I think this offer is bullshit as well about 350 pound for each refugee that you house no i'm sorry 350 pound what is that doing that is not that that is nothing <laughs> so like that is bullshit um but anyway like i think I, I do think it's a nice idea and yeah lots of people are kind of coming up and wanting to help and stuff and i think like okay that's very good on you however can we just also just think about um just think about the 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 um what's the word think about that there is this level of um priority when it comes to white refugees hierarchy Hierarchy, that's Uh it exactly there does seem to be some kind of hierarchy and i feel like we do need to just be aware of this and aware of like oh who is the right type of refugee 
who should we be feeling sorry for you know stuff like that and i feel like that does need to actually be taken into account and we just we need to just keep we need to keep our eyes open and um that but that's not criticizing anyone who does want to let in ukrainian refugees like i think that's good on you um also and i I also think like just from a conversation that we um that you overheard on the train from paris today diana um like mm. can our thoughts and prayers also go out to ref- to Russian refugees because there are there are Russians mm. who are suffering right now also there are Russians who yeah. do not agree with this war yeah. there are Russians who are actually putting their lives on the line to protest this war and bear in mind in Russia they are not allowed to call this a war it's illegal to call it a war um it's called an exhibition or something it's uh, it's illegal to call this a war so can we please also just think about those people as well like um obviously no because so many people are affected so many people are affected it's not just oh my gosh we need to feel sorry for the ukrainians there's so many people who are being affected right now and the men that are being drawn to to the army or mm-hmm. whatever you fucking call it. It's like a lot, not a lot, but I know, I don't know if it's a lot or whatever, but this girl on the train was saying that there are a lot of men who are being called to, you know, go to war, but they don't want to. They mm-hmm. don't want to, so they're fleeing the country. And this is, this is a downside of the patriarchy as well because yeah. it's like men have to take up these roles where it's like you're the fighter you're, you're masculine you're the you know the powerful gender so you have to go and to war like, and it just is really who? not fair and it's really upsetting yeah it's yeah, like, like really war for why who wants to go to war yeah no one wants no to go one. to war unless unless you're into killing people <laughs> unless, unless you're one you of these British war? vigilantes who think that they can just go and mm. join the Ukrainian army and the Ukrainian army army has to turn you down <laughs> because they're like you're gonna be a hindrance yeah, they've been rejected like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sorry these Brits and their vigilante oh gosh I can't even I can't but mm. anyway but yeah. yeah I feel like I feel like 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 what you said we've seen like the Scottish football fans were trying to you know show solidarity with Palestine yeah. and they were just told no we can't bring politics into mm. football same with Kalechi talking about Formula One and it's like they pick and choose when they want to support causes and when they want to support certain countries that are going through stuff and they they choose to support the countries with majority white people Uh so yeah it's just it's just another reminder to remember that you know white supremacy is a and racism is still prevalent in all of these issues Mm -hmm. yeah anyway but um yeah jesus we've we've been doing doing the most (laughs) it sounds like we've had a sad week but we've actually had a nice week like fortunately we've got some more tinglet um singlet satire with um the royal family right now so william and kate Mm. uh, (laughs) william and kate have a (laughs) caribbean tour and um so for the first part of their tour they were um going to visit belize so there were protests by local residents of um um where they of uh, local re- residents of the actelil hakako um Kakoa farm which is a cocoa farm in indian creek in belize mm. so they were um so there were protests against their visit um, in this farm in Indian Creek in Belize um, as they um, 
sorry just get just getting up it's, i'm just reading it yeah so like the the local residents describe the tensions between citizens and the state as um as about the meaning of consent and in the context of communal land rights rights to lands that were expunged by the colonial period by the british so i am loving this for the caribbean i'm loving that they're all coming yeah. and just being like hold on hold on hold on look william and kate we don't even like you we like harry and megan so like <laughs> you guys gotta come in with your royal tour but we just don't care we don't care for you we don't want you landing on um we don't want your helicopter landing on our football grounds, stuff like this. So, <laughs> and they're just protesting. So they had to cancel their visit. I think they had to cancel the visit to Indian Creek. They still did visit Belize for their first part of the tour, but it's just like, but the pro, like this is, but this is success. The protests were successful. They said we don't want them here. So like just mm. just no, so you know, and I think this is amazing. I think it's great that there's protests against the against William and Kate doing their tours in the Caribbean. There was also protesting. Um, I'm sure Jamaica was protesting earlier before saying that they didn't want mm. to pay for the visit. <laughs> like, wasn't there something about mm-hmm. they didn't want to pay for um for some of the visit visit because they're just like, why are we paying for you guys to come to our country? Fuck off. Um. Yeah, I'm just you know what as well. This. We're still living in a pandemic. Yeah. I know me and you are out here having fun in France and stuff, but that it's was like our own risk maybe and our own Caribbean money. people don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But maybe Caribbean people don't want Europeans in the Caribbean because you know mm-hmm. it kind of echoes some of the past trauma yeah. that people from the Caribbean have dealt yeah. with. They don't want Europeans coming over with the coronavirus. Literally, like, all, the, especially when their restrictions have been I mean, harsh. Some of yeah, the places they've got curfews. The British people, they've always they've already been doing this, <laughs> just coming around with even even testing positive mm. for corona and they've still been going to going to the islands and mm. stuff like that. And it's just fucking rude. They're just saying, look, actually, this is rude. We don't want them. So um like just don't be coming here and thinking you can just you can just rock up and it's fine um yeah you know what's so interesting mm-hmm. as well actually it's not interesting it's just like ugh. but like whenever I see pictures of these leaders from Caribbean countries so the Belize Prime Minister and his wife it's like all of them are light skinned all of them are as close to European as a brown person can mm. be like it's it's just like does this reflect I don't know what um, Belize people look like but I know in the Caribbean um, a lot of the high up people are all very very light skinned mm-hmm. to the point where a lot of them are at, well a lot of them in the past have been white mm-hmm. so it's like oh like can you just listen to your people I mean like colour um, <laughs> I don't, I don't want them Colorism there. Colorism still takes is like still a, is a very big mm. thing in in the Caribbean. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, so Jamaica they have been protesting um, before the visit before um, Will and Kate's visit because they're just kind of like little bitch. Just we're not too sure about you being here right now we're just like mm, co- global co- pandemic you're coming here to act like you're having you're having fun like we kiki good mates but i'm not too mm. sure so um it says on the independent prince william and kate middleton to face protests in jamaica over slavery reparations during caribbean tour mm. so it says we note uh which i want to get it up on here um because i did have it 
Okay, so, so it's got here. So it's got, we know with great concern your visit to our country, Jamaica, during a period where we are still in the throes of a global pandemic and bracing for the full impact of another global crisis associated with the Russian slash Ukraine war, the letter states, according mm. to a section quoted from the independence race co- correspondent, Nadine White. We she is sick. Literally. I follow her on Instagram. I think she's followed me back. Oh, has she, she is amazing. Has she I love so her good. shit. Yeah. yeah. And she said, um, the the voice said, We see no um we okay, it says, We will not participate in your platinum jubilee celebration, the letter reads. We see no reason to celebrate seventy years of the ascension of your grandmother to the British throne because her leadership and that of her predecessors have perpe- have pep have perpetrated the greatest human rights tragedy in the history of humankind mm, so look period we love this we love <laughs> this energy and like the thing is yeah um i'm gonna say this i feel like like barbados has done great removing queen as head of state and i feel like mm. jamaica needs to follow because jamaica is going to jamaica has a lot of influence like when it comes to the caribbean mm-hmm. countries jamaica has a lot of influence like to the fact that i grew up being told i was jamaican just yeah. shows that how the influence we Jamaica kind of has the main character huh? <laughs> we're the main character of the this Caribbean. is what i mean like <laughs> jamaica suffers from real main character syndrome so i'm sorry jamaica like you mm. guys need to be the next the next caribbean country to remove the queen of head of state to be yeah and to be actually pushing these protests because i'm sorry like i did not grow up being told i was being told i must be jamaican for you guys to be sitting back. Like, come on now. Yeah, so you know, I'm just from, I'm just from small, small, small island, you know? I'm just from <laughs> small, small islands. But um, anyway, it says here, we are of the view that an apology for British crimes against humanity included, but not limited to, the exploitation of the indigenous people of Jamaica, the transatlantic True. trafficking of Africans, the enslavement of Africans, mm. indentureship and mm. colonization is necessary to bring, to begin a process of healing forgiveness and reconciliation and compensation like we love love that i love when they include healing because it's like yeah we need we need to heal we need a break capitalism leave us alone we need to literally we need we need a time yes we do (laughs) and then it says in keeping with jamaica's 60th anniversary of independence later this year the network has issued the royals Mm. with a 60 point breakdown Detailing reasons why this is warranted. We love it. Fair enough. We love it. And look, yeah, 60, let's give them 60 reasons next year. Let's give them 61 year reasons. When it's um 65 years, let's give them 65 reasons. Look, and let's keep giving mm. them reasons because, you know, we can even get... To- like 13's reasons Lich- why, but the 60 reasons yeah, why. The 60 reasons <laughs> why why we, we have an issue with the royal family in the Caribbean because like, literally it can get to the hundred the 100th year and we will have a hundred reasons we will we, yeah. we can keep adding reasons because you cheated on me <laughs> literally because like we're 13 reasons why I didn't really have much of a basis Jamaica and the West mm. the West Indies in general have they we have all the reasons and we have the evidence yeah, and back it up have- we have a few receipts. Legit. We have quite a few receipts. Like, Legit. yeah, I think we're ready. And like to the point where, like, there's places in this UK, like, like I looked up the other day that the um, 
that where I live, the person who it's named after, my mom just looked it up and um, we found out that he mm. um, was a plantation. He owned 78 plantations, had how many slaves and all of that. We just found that yeah, willingly on the internet. And that, <laughs> and that is the, and that is the name of the guy who this, who my, my whole, where I live is actually named after him. So like, yeah, your whole how, how mad is that? So the history is even here in this Britain, but you guys are still just keeping your We're eyes closed. It. You're, you're just still just like looking the other way, like pretending like, oh, I'm blind. I'm blind. Like, I'm legally blind. <laughs> racism <laughs> is fucking here. Stop fucking pretending that, that it ain't a thing. Stop gaslighting us. Is your, is your surname named after slave master? Probably. I mean, well, most likely because my my surname is an occupation. So. Yeah, yeah. You know. Mine is, we've traced it back to, to white, white slave yeah. owners. It, all Which, of it is like, going to know, be, in it? See how, how real this is? Like we, we find we, it in our, our names, surnames mate. Are, are from slave owners. Like. <laughs> Literally, it's just there in our names. We, we've been named after the damn the damn people who were enslaving us. Yeah, our slave owners were Scottish. Were they? That don't surprise me. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. Scotland, face your Cheeky. front too. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're also coming after you lot. <laughs> nah. The Scotland want to they want to run away and do up independence. Like, no, go do up independence. I think I think, <laughs> I think you guys you guys can have your independence because this government are just doing a madness. However, when you go get your independence, you still need to pray, pay reparations too. Don't think don't think there ain't mm. no reparations to be paid by Scotland too. Mm. 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 When a lot of these Caribbean surnames are Scottish. Hmm. Yeah, bitches. And you know what as well? Caribbean people, when we get our reparations, let's build. <laughs> let's not just let's build know, in let's the Caribbean. <laughs> let's yeah. build a let's, let's build, build in a the hall Caribbean. <laughs> adjacent to yeah. the hall that is like down the road from me. I can't even tell you what the hall is called because yeah. I don't want to out where I'm living. I'll tell you when I move. <laughs> And let's get Vibes Cartel out of prison. <laughs> no, but Vibes Cartel has murdered someone. Like, I know, yeah. I know. I need to learn more about this because if he has murdered someone, that makes me problematic because I'm like anti-violence. But he's in jail. Like, I like to align. So does that make it okay? I know he is in jail, but I still listen to his music that he releases. Yeah, but is does that make it okay because he is in jail? He's doing time. He's just releasing music. So that's like R. Kelly. If R. Kelly was releasing music, mm. I don't know. This is the thing. I don't know if this is really, really problematic. But it's like I see child sex offenders as worse yeah, than this murderers. Is the thing. But it's I, pro- had this, <laughs> I had this. I had this dilemma as well because I thought, hold on, yeah, we're all boycotting R. Kelly. However, the difference between mm. boycotting R. Kelly and boycotting let's just say murderers in general, yeah, I feel like mm. with R. Kelly. He was exploiting children for a long time until we finally came to banded together mm. to actually do something about it. I feel like if R. Kelly, yeah, he's morally if fucked. R. Kelly was yeah. in jail twenty years before when he first peed on a twelve-year-old, I feel like we Ugh. might have still been listening to his music because he's in jail. Do you know what I mean? Whereas it's taken. Mm-hmm. 20 years it's taken like my whole lifetime for this guy to actually face his front and face up to the to the monstrosity that he was doing 
he was mm. locking women and locking up children you know stuff like that just the there's mm. like so many crimes against him that it's like we physically mm-hmm. cannot give you any more money because we were funding you all that time while you had children yeah, locked all up that time. and we had our parents yeah. ignoring everything that was being said about you we had our parents being ignorant and ignoring mm-hmm. the fact that you had a whole public court case about you peeing on a 12 year old child mm-hmm. and like it's kind of like no we need to face up to that because we failed mm. all of those women and all of those children who were locked up. We mm-hmm. failed them. And that's where I feel like the difference is. Whereas Vibes Cartel, we know he's in jail. We know he killed someone. But like, but then it's like, it, it, it didn't go as long as R. Kelly had his reign of being a sexual predator yeah yeah do you know what i mean it's true and some people i don't i don't like conspiracy theories but some people say that he didn't actually kill someone that like it was set up mm. but i, I really but we don't, don't know, know. Like, we don't, don't know so we can't we can't yeah. talk talk too much about it um yeah so we can't talk too much about it but i feel like that's where i because i get what you mean because i thought of this before because it's like mm. why is it that we when it's kind of pedophiles when it's um um child abusers like domestic abusers not, not even as well. domestic yeah, like Tory not even domestic abusers because chris brown is still out, out here making money yeah but in my mind chris brown's done tory lane is in done. your like, mind people that have disrespected women yeah but not in everyone yeah, else's mind exactly that's yeah. what i mean in your mind like the only person who we've been able to almost i say almost cancel on a level is r kelly and that's it yeah and yeah. like and people are still finding it hard and like don't get me wrong he has a lot of tunes but like we're fine but that mm. and people are still finding it hard but he's the only person that collectively we've decided no we can't let this go on any longer however when it comes mm. to domestic abuse victims like they're always gonna they're gonna it like it doesn't matter they're gonna still have their careers they'll bounce back at still yeah, bounce back yeah. at, in five years time all of that Tory Lanez is still out here chatting chatting on Megan's mm-hmm. name you know um Trey Songs is still out here no one's really talks about mm-hmm. what he did to Kiki Palmer we were even talking about this like the other week and mm. um mm. yeah and you know they're doing fine so yeah and I yeah, feel like yeah, but I true. have thought about why do we kind of still listen to people who are kind of we know have murdered people murderers yeah like Jay-Z has he not killed someone I don't think so 21 Savage <laughs> I don't think no, so no I swear Jay-Z has killed 21 someone 21 Savage like, didn't kill someone Wait, 21 on. Savage got debo- deported right 21 Savage was the one who's um, who's British <laughs> you can do two things yeah yeah but you can do two things Wait, let, right sorry you carry on talking. Let like, me do. <laughs> let me just. Okay, I look. don't think Jay Z has killed someone. I don't think Twenty One Savage has killed someone. There's a mugshot of Jay Z. Huh? There's a mugshot of Jay. <gasps> oh no, he stabbed someone five times in the stomach. Oh. Wait, no, with a five inch. Oh, God, this was way before you know Jay Z. Attempted murder, yeah, because he stabbed someone. Okay, so he didn't actually kill them. But attempted murder. <laughs> but here we are, Jeez. still giving Jay Z the money but then hey mm. like we can't what can we talk about these streets i don't know i don't know nothing about it that's not it's like not really 
it's not really my experience you know same reason why i'm not watching top boy it ain't my experience like yeah you know i'm sorry like because i'm sorry the way you guys on top boy are all um sympathize with deshane i don't sympathize with deshane he went and killed someone in jamaica and now he's running away from his problems and instead of <laughs> and instead of like coming to the uk and just going to live a simple life and become a bus driver or go work for tfl no he wants to be top boy mm. what is your problem what is your problem? Please. You're too old for top boy. You're you're a big man. You're an uncle. Just go and do an uncle job. I just can't relate. You're not top boy. I don't think... I don't think I'm London enough for all this stuff because I just think... <laughs> not London enough. Why are you doing it? Gosh. Like, you're 40. I don't, I just I don't like, understand. I just feel like it's just very unrealistic. I just feel like... The old, the old guys, the forty-year-olds, just go and be bus drivers. Just go guys, and work for yeah. TFL. Like the I'm young sorry, guys, it hurts. Or, like yeah, <laughs> the young guys. It's like I'm sorry, they're just they're starting to build their empire. Whatever, I can't really chat on them. They're like and, and, sad. and I don't they're being like quite it. entrepreneurial <laughs> about it as well. So like I kind of just don't hate it, but um, I'm sorry when you're <laughs> old. Like we're only talking about Top Boy season one because there's no way I'm watching season two, but um. Because I, I no season. This is season three, the one that's coming no, out of the new season of the new new era of Top oh, Boy. It's season new. two. Oh, okay. Because the other Top Boy, they renamed it Summer House. Did they? Yeah, no, they renamed I, it I Summer House, this. so they so you can differentiate between the the first yeah. round of Top Boys. Yeah, the first and the whole. Yeah, I yeah, think the whole steps. operation was Summer House, basically. Oh, I just don't like stuff about crime and drugs and young black boys. It makes yeah, me sad. It's just not my experience. Like, I don't know people family. like that. Hmm. I don't. Yeah, also, yeah, I don't know people like that. So it's like, I don't really want to watch these boys, you know, fight each other. And, and don't you find I it funny? I like, like it. I like chick I find, don't you f- I don't even like chick flicks, man. <laughs> no, don't you find it funny how, like, Ugh. me growing up... Because I wouldn't... I didn't like stuff like Top Boy. Because I don't really watch stuff like that. Um, haven't watched like kidhood, adulthood, all of that, all of that stuff. Oh, that that was what made me not black growing up. <laughs> <laughs> not knowing about but crime. The, but the thing is, like, I was too young to watch that stuff anyway, so I don't know why everyone had watched it. Regardless, because I wasn't mm. allowed to watch it because I was too young. It came on too late. Yeah, I was yeah. I was meant to be in bed, like. Yeah, it's true. Like while these lot of school were watching kidhood and, and adulthood, I was watching well Matilda, Home like Alone. Like, yeah, I was watching all the fun family movies. Literally. Like I, I, I didn't know these things existed until got a bit older, and and all the white boys, the chaps were like, "Watch kidhood," and I was like, oh, oh, "Fuck off!" I don't really know if I should. Like, yeah, like I'm not really into this kind of genre. Ugh. Literally, <laughs> just every. Anyway, like to- that's our rant about top. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. sorry. How did we get onto that? When we talking about um, Will and Kate, actually makes sense because they're thugs too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, They've got so much in common with Vice Cartel. <laughs> killed everyone wow. anyone guys <laughs> everyone <laughs> daisy hasn't killed anyone and like obviously we don't know the circumstance of why he was stabbing up someone because you know they're always they always talk about protection and whatever in it so wh- what can i say um mm. i can't say anything mm. there's nothing more yeah guys um like 
I've been finding that I'm doing like, that I have to do like a lot of socializing. I'm trying to book things in, things keep getting canceled and stuff. But then it's just like, I forget that I'm introverted. And even like just booking all of these social things to do to be socializing is tiring Mm. in itself. And it's like, I'm trying to make my rounds and visit people and see people and stuff. And, but it's just like, I just find it so draining because I'm an introvert. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I felt that this March because it's like, I've wanted to have things in my diary. I love having things in my diary and looking, oh, I've got this coming up. But when it's happening week by week, I'm like, fuck, I've got something on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I I don't want something on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I like making memories. I like trying new things and going to new places. But honestly, having this much stuff in my diary and it's been like that almost every Mm. weekend, like... I've had something on and it's been very, very stressful. And I'm also introverted and it's not natural for me to, you know, be social this much. And like maybe if my friends were to come around and we were to chill, then that would be fine. But it's like, let's go here. Let's go there. Let's do this. Let's Mm. do that. And it's like, fuck, like I'm, I'm tired. I need a day to recharge. Because I even feel like, you know, with like (laughs) you talking about having your friends come over and chill. Like, I don't know if I even can Mm. do that. Because like, to be honest, I'm not even going to lie to you. I quite like that my friends are all over the gaff. Like all my friends just live all all Mm. up and down the UK. Mm. So we don't really see each other that much. Like we'll probably see each other like maybe twice a year where we can finally get a gathering and just actually meet up and stuff or someone will come down to London or Mm. um, maybe I'll go somewhere and visit people. But it's just like, yeah, like I just, I'm just finding that I quite like that my friends are all over the gaff. So then it's not like, oh yeah, when are we meeting up? And just Mm. this whole kind of like, oh, we need to see each other because we all live in the same city kind of thing. And I quite like that with my friends. Mm. I like that we're not kind of all down each other's throats. We're not kind of chatting every single day all the time. and as well, it's and it's really nice when we do meet up because we all we always have a good time and it's just and it's like it's literally it's an occasion for us to try and all meet up and get mm. into one place all together, and I, I do quite enjoy that. But then I'm just finding because I've I've started to have a social life in London, and then but then it's like with with the people that I know in London, I don't know them all together kind of thing. So it is just trying to yeah. book people in every weekend and kind of thing and it's i'm finding it tiring i find making plans tiring i find that i'm the person who always needs to make the plans and book something and do all of that Mm. and it and i just it's just getting a lot and i'm just forgetting that i'm introverted and then on top of that adding dating on top of that like it's just like yeah it's just it's long it's hard like i just want to skip the dating stage and just be in the part where Okay, I'm chilling with I'm just chilling with a boo kind of thing every other weekend. Mm. But then like I did try that and that flopped. But <laughs> um, you oh. know, but here I am still trying to stay optimistic. But um yeah, and it's yeah. just like, oh, this is so draining. Just try and like even just trying to just stay optimistic and trying to date and trying to book date dates in. Like I just literally haven't committed to anyone. I've literally just said, Oh, I'm I'm a bit busy. And it's been good that I've had Paris and everything going on. So then it's like, okay, I do mm. actually have a reason why I can't schedule in to, to go on a yeah. date. And then people are asking, oh, you're free in the week. And then I realize I do so much in the week that it's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. And then on top of that, socializing with work is so much. It is very overwhelming, you know, like coming into the new year, 
and kind of having a vision of what how you want the year to go. So for me, it's like, I want to make more memories for friends. I want to make sure that I see my family regularly. Mm. And I want like the whole me time thing. And then dating, it was never a goal, but it's like, I like to date. You know, I like to meet I used people. To like to date. But like having, yeah, not too much <laughs> now. But like having that on top of working full time, going to the gym, cooking like nutritious meals and chores and everything else. It's like something has got to give here. And I feel like what I'm giving a lot of energy towards is friends at the mm. moment. And it's like, it's nice. But what you just said now about how. You know, it's nice seeing friends on occasions. I think I need to bring that back a little yeah. bit more because it's nice seeing friends when you haven't caught up with them in yeah. a while. But when you're seeing people all the time, it it can if you're if you're an introvert, it can become a bit like, oh, like I've I've got stuff coming up and I don't know whether this should be my priority anyway mm-hmm. because like I've got other things that I want to do and I haven't actually had much time to myself this week or this month. So like and it and then there's that whole thing about cancelling plans as well. It's like I don't like to cancel plans with mm. friends and it makes me feel guilty, but at the same time, sometimes I need to put myself yeah. first. And it's hard to put yourself first sometimes when you've got something in your diary and you know, it is a decent motive, but it's like, do I do I actually really want to go? Like, is this actually mm-hmm. for me? So yeah, I get I get the predicament. Yeah. But it's interesting we're both the same. Um, we did the Myers Briggs test and we're both exactly the same. Yeah, we're the like, same we personality got... type. So that's mm-hmm. INFJT. Yeah. Which is INFJT. Interesting. I've got this. So it means um oh, I don't even have oh, here we go. So it is um introvert. <laughs> hang on I had it down mm-hmm. um, intro <laughs> where the frick is it I'm literally <laughs> Google's not being my friend oh, sorry because mm, introverted intuitive feeling and judging and then the T, what was the T? Because that was quite the shady. Tea. <laughs> the T is, um, yeah, like turbulent. Turbulence. What does that even mean? But so we're both introverted. We're both intuitive. We're both, we feel more than we think, I guess. <laughs> but then <laughs> judging. Yeah. And the judging, and we have, yeah, and have the judging archetypes. But Deanna's more judging than I am. <laughs> no i think we we we're kind of what it says here we're called counselors (laughs) and we're what was that word that kept coming up when we were looking earlier um i can't remember um we go with a i can't remember but um oh yeah it's yeah like it's the advocate personality type it says yeah, advocate. So it says that we're oh, only only two percent of the general population fall into this category, which is interesting. Some celebrities include Florence Nightingale. Florence Nightingale. <laughs> I didn't know she was a celeb. Oh my gosh, a celeb back from back in the, the day. Yeah. 
Okay. But I'm not really a fan of Florence so Nightingale. So we care about Florence Nightingale. Who is the, the black nurse? Mary Seacole. That's who I like. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> who is the black nurse? We don't care for the Florence Nightingales who's stealing all of the limelight. <laughs> like... In it. <laughs> right, let me find some more celebrities that are like us. That's Florence so funny. Nightingale, for fuck's sake. <laughs> She's the only one. She's the only decent one. Well, that decent to, to some. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Right. Doesn't really tell me much. Oh, Lady Gaga. No, no. way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oprah. Okay, I could do with Oprah. Yeah. Um, oh, these are all like random Hollywood people. Adam Sandler. Ew, great. that guy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's rude. Uh, oh, these are all the like plain, plain Hollywood celebrities. Ew, not even Hang anyone on. interesting. Oh, jeez. Hitler. <laughs> Fuck. Why is Hitler and Florence Nightingale on a celebrity list? How did they know that Hitler was INFJ? Know. Did he do the trait? How do they know? They just guess. Uh, Al Pacino. Also, you know the mum from Sex Education? Yeah. Her in real life. I like uh, her. Yeah, the mum. So we got all the old people, to be fair, all the dead people. Woody Allen, the paedophile. Mm. Jesus Christ, we've not got a good wow. bunch. Jamie Foxx. Oh, Jamie Foxx is a good one. Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross. A little Nina. Oh, we also got Martin Luther King. Oh, we like that. Yeah, we do. He was a serial cheater though, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Nelson Mandela. He was a serial cheater Didn't too. he cheat on Winnie? <laughs> Jeez. I'm not a cheater though. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you, you, I've never cheated in my you do, life. You're doing it for what? For, for us. Well done, Diana. I'm holding Can't it down relate. while these I've are cheated once. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Like it definitely is classed as cheating. I can own up to that. Great. Prince? I knew Prince was going to be there. Fisher. Bin Laden. Oh, oh my God, this is not Look, coming good. Oh gosh, let's just stop looking. <laughs> we found Prince. Why are these people celebrities? Bin Laden is not a celebrity. Gosh, I don't know. Yeah, because Bin Laden hasn't been celebrated. Isn't that the, the core of the word celebrity? Same with Hitler. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. David Schwimmer. Oh, he's all right. We don't mind him. George from the Beatles. But anyway, like, point is that I just forget that I'm introverted Farrell. because I'm just trying to, I'm trying to pretend that I'm extroverted yeah, so much especially when it comes to work and trying to do work events and trying to keep up, the, up with appearances and that, I feel like I'm just doing a lot of masking, pretending that I'm extroverted when really, uh, when I need to remind myself that I'm an introvert. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't pretend to be something. Well, I'm, I've always got the mask on because it's the only way to actually kind of go through yeah. society and even get through work and stuff. It's like, true. You know, but... Yeah, so I'm just putting that mask on just to try and force myself to do things that usually I'm uncomfortable with, which I don't think is a bad thing. However, it's like, I feel like I'd need to step back and remind myself, actually, I'm an introvert. It's not everything I have to go to. And it's okay if I don't want to go to everything because that's something I have to remind myself mm -hmm. sometimes because 
I used to think that I suffer from FOMO, but I don't think I actually do. (laughs) Because Mm. it's like with the whole kind of, there was a time when uh, we went to Afro Nation, me and my friends. So we went the first year Afro Nation started, then everyone, then, okay, then everyone was getting tickets for the following year. And I just outrightly Mm. said, I don't want to go. And then everyone was just like, no, 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 just mm. get a ticket, just get a ticket. No, just come, just come. And I was like, no, I don't, I literally, I actually don't want to go. I enjoyed myself. However, that's it. I don't want to spend my money on going to Portugal again. Mm. I don't want to spend my money on this ticket for this festival. I just don't want to, I, I don't want to go. And it was just stuff like that, where I would just kind of just face my front and just actually realize I don't want to do this and that's okay. But yeah 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 that's good though it's good because i feel like we do live in in an extroverted world we do so we've got sometimes you know recognize that we don't need to be doing everything <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly anyway um should we inject it yeah okay what are you injecting um, this week hmm Probably that um, I can do anything I put my mind yes. to. Yes, I love it. <laughs> okay, I want to inject this week. Um, do I want to inject? I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Um, yeah, I want to inject just like going for what you want and don't don't back down don't don't get cold feet don't be scared to ask for what Mm. you want don't be scared and again like even even with this don't be worried and scared to actually like assert yourself and actually say out loud what you want whether that is what you want from your career what you want from um your your co-workers what you want from who you're dating what you want what you want from your friends mm. because the thing is, is like we're in this state of where we just keep trying to play games we keep trying to like just kind of say oh no it doesn't matter no it matters what you want matters and you should be open about it and you should be able to just openly say look i'm looking for a relationship at the end don't waste my time or say oh maybe I just don't maybe like we're not clicking maybe I just don't like our conversation and that's okay let me move on to someone else maybe I want a pay rise Mm -hmm. that's okay just go tell them what money you want and they can go and deal with it and see and try their best to get that for you and I really just feel like (laughs) Mm. you know what say say what it is that you want and just be blunt about it and say it and manifest it guys it's coming it's coming let's just keep talking about what we want you want to go to Paris go book your tickets just go like Mm. don't just don't even worry about money and stuff like that money is coming money is going to come back money will always come back to you true and just that's just what yeah that's what I want to inject like yeah there's no there's no shame in just outwardly saying what you want and you know what say it manifest it it's gonna come to you baby yeah I like that one yeah our minds are very powerful exactly honestly once you start setting once you set a few goals and you complete them realize that you can actually set as many well not as many goals as you want because that might be a bit stressful 
but think about the big things that you want and you can get yeah. them like it's actually crazy, it is crazy. You, once you set something and you set some steps behind how you're going to work towards it you you literally yeah. can do it like it's, it's it is mad. crazy it's mad you can get whatever like the you past want. couple of years like the past two years literally I have just kind of, I have manifested. I've said what I wanted and I've just gone out and gone and got it. Mm. And literally like, guys, you can do that. You can do that too. Just, it just starts with the positive mm-hmm. mindset. It just starts with just starting that manifestation list. Like you don't have to put time frames on there, you know, cause that might be a bit stressful. You don't want to feel disheartened if it just doesn't happen in that exact time frame. But just, just start speaking it out loud. Start drawing that positive energy and start drawing that positive karma to you and what you want will come what you want will happen and it will be at the right time it'll be with the right person it'll be with the right company it will you know and the money will come Mm -hmm. back the money will be coming back in abundance guys it's multiplying it's gonna come back multiplied babes but yeah and the thing is, we don't, we don't like, uh, well, I don't at least agree with meritocracy where it's like, you try something and you get it. But like, as like women of color, you know that you probably have to, you know, factor in a few extra steps mm-hmm. to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. So as long as you factor those in and you keep trying to work around things, then things will yeah. work out. You just really like, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of work and- for us. But if you want something, you can yeah, do and it. And don't let the negative vibes of this UK or whatever country you're in. We know we have some international listeners, but like, don't let the negative vibes around you kind of seep into you. Like, just just keep talking positivity mm. over your lives. Just try not. If you if you catch yourself kind of saying something that might be kind of negative towards you, try and change it. Try and just switch. Like, just try and switch the way you're you're speaking of it to just turn it into more of a positive just switch it around so you're just just so just so you're speaking positivity on your life and that I just literally Mm. just that I feel like that's what we need more of just speaking positivity on our lives and you know what 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 we want will be coming to us and it will be coming like at the right time it's going to be coming on like what people call God's timing and you know Mm. And it will come when you're ready and you will be ready and you'll be ready to receive it when it comes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're ready. You're, you're ready. ready. You're, you're ready, ready to receive the positivity. Mm. Receive the positive vibes. Receive the positive vibes that we're giving, <laughs> that we're injecting right now. But yeah. <laughs> Cute. Cool. So we hope that you enjoyed this episode. The, um, we are Injected Podcast. You can find us at Injected underscore pod on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok and whatever else. Mm. I don't know. Um, you know, you can DM us, chat to us, you know, just tweet tweet along. Use the hashtag Injected Podcast. Tweet along with us. Um, or if you want to just, or if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at Injected injectedpodcasts at gmail.com mm-hmm. um yeah but like thank you guys so much for listening um we hope that you enjoyed this episode i am alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic on instagram check out all of our paris posts and all of that shit mm. but yeah yeah and I'm Deanna and you can find me at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b underscore on instagram Go and follow us. And yeah, like we just hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And 